Welcome to the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop. Chopping up the good, the bad, the insane movies, TV shows of the horror and supernatural genre. With games, trivia, facts, and more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop with myself, Zach, Mr. Eyeliner, also known as Zach, THS Chop Shop. And joined by my um, awesome Halloween inspiring makeup artist and blood guts and everything nuts mastermind, Evil Chris. Hello, Evil Chris. What is up? What's up, Evil Chris? How you been? Been doing fine. How are you? Uh, living, living in a time of uh, good seasons, all right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, in this episode, we're going to be reviewing and talking about the 2020 American comedy slasher film uh freaky which is yeah a spun off like a freaky friday and if you've ever seen freaky yeah freaky friday it's the horror version of it and horror comedy version of it at least i was about to say it's definitely a horror version of it yeah and i watched it again today and uh yeah, it was <laughs> it was cool. There's just so many there's so many like cool like little uh, lines in the movie. I think the movie is for me now. Uh, the friends. It shows a cool f- a friendship of these three characters and uh, other things. You know. Well, I would probably be friends with somebody if I didn't know if they were going to murder me or not. So. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah, I would totally be the same way. Um, so yeah, the, the the action movie starts off with like four teenagers and discussing urban legends of a serial killer known as the Blissfield Butcher. And at that point, they're like at one of the friends' mansion houses. The butcher breaks in, obviously murders the group, and before leaving, takes a dagger known as La Delora. And La Delora is going to be kind of like a character in this review in this movie. What do you mean, kind of? And what it really is. It's kind of like the third character in this film. I guess so. I would say it's just an important prop. but Yeah, so the next day, we get introduced to the, a bullied student named, named Millie. Millie, um, played by Catherine Newton, who we've known from like Supernatural and other shows that have been often on the air and other movies like uh, Paranormal Activity and whatnot. She's a great actress, in my opinion. Um, she attends the whole coming football game. Uh, she's the mascot. Like, like, let me ask you, when you were going to high school, did you have mascots? I was barely in school because I skipped all the time, so I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you, I definitely, our school, our high school had no football team and no sports team. It was agriculture and whatnot. So we never had a school mascot, mascot let alone a um, female, a, a very beautiful female playing a, a mascot. So this is what Millie is. She's a mascot for like the whole school. And you learn in the beginning of this, like her father passed away and all that. Her mom's kind of an alcoholic. Her sister is a cop for, like, the town. She's just, like, trying to take care of her mom. So, like, she's 
like, you know she's gorgeous, but like at the same time, she's like, oh, hiding under, and she doesn't want to be, and she has no confidence. So that's that really gets kind of goes from like the Freaky Friday kind of way, in a, in a way. Like the daughter was like, oh, I didn't know how to talk to guys and all that. So I think that plays in really well for this. So as Millie waits for a ride home after this game, uh, pretty much it's like calls the mom, does a pickup. Sister says drunk again. She's waiting there. What happens? Butcher attacks her. But this is when we get this. Um, this how the movie really begins for us. He stabs Millie in the shoulder with La Dolora, causing them a situation. The situation later we learn after the morning of transfusion of souls or entities or whatever you want to call it. She's him now. He's her now. I feel like it was like more of to me like a horror version of what's that movie with Rob Schneider? Oh my god, uh, the uh, the animal. No. No, um, um not the animal. Um the hot chick. The hot chick, yeah. <laughs> with what... more version of that. And wasn't that like Rachel McAdams? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> that was when she was still like that. I think that was actually like before the notebook, even. So. Yeah, I think so. That's before she got actually like famous for people actually before she like started doing like movie after movie <laughs> yeah pretty much uh yeah so at, at this point in the film this is the next morning and i i have to ca- i have to call this scene out so fucking amazingly because we get introduced now the butcher is millie and what we're gonna refer to butcher as millie going forward and millie as butcher but like say butcher who say who the actor is uh, Vince Vaughn, amazingly okay. done with his comedic style. Amazingly done. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, people would want to know that if they want to actually watch it. Some people actually will watch certain movies or not watch them because of an actor or certain actress. I mean, Vince Vaughn, like, the man can do like, diverse roles. The man can, he has proven from so many movies and TV shows, he can do some shit. I love him. Uh, I like him, but. I don't know. He was starting to annoy me. <laughs> well, sorry. So the next morning when they wake up and now Millie and Butcher's body, you know, Vince Bond's body, he wakes up and he's looking in the mirror and like that scene where the crackhead runs in. <laughs> like, and he's saying all the terminology for like what drugs are. And he, he's like, Vince Bond is like, I don't have the drugs. I don't do the drugs. And, and the guy's going, and he runs away. And then the guy, the crackhead, all of a sudden it's like, I'll suck your dick. All of it. I'm like, that's like where you lend the real comedic value into this film. I love that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we, yeah, that was a good little add on. But then we get introduced like the, the best friends. You know, obviously she's got like the really smart, uh, cool friend, girl, and the guy who is, is gay and he is so cool and bitchy. I love him as well. Uh, even like on his car, it's like "Hey, bitch!" It's like the the thing on the front of his car. <laughs> uh, uh, I I don't I I have no comment about the friends. Sorry. All right, so so at at the school we have the butcher going in. Like, imagine you like say you were a serial killer, 
and you were trans, you're an old school, like you're older school, and you just got transferred to a young high school body. The possibilities are endless of you being a beautiful teenage girl in high school through your murder count. So I oh, think I would be a huge whore. No, you want to be the killer, you just be the whore. Well, I mean, I got to get my rocks off a little bit somehow first. Very good. Yeah, understood. Yeah, you got to use your sex appeal. That's what he did wrong. He wanted to keep killing. Like, if he had just, like, been in her body and, like, taken advantage of men and gotten, like, money and stuff like that. I mean, and then killed after. Priorities. Priorities. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, you're right. He didn't have these set. And it's funny because, like, when, like, he, Vince Vaughn, is now, his, like, butcher characters in Millie's body. The One of the really good scenes is one of her, like, biggest tormentors is like a teacher of the class and that like dismembering scene is so great. I loved it. Honestly, I don't know if I'd want to be trapped in a dude's body because like, I don't, I mean, like obviously I'm not a guy. So like, how does the pull-out method work? Zach? Dude, I gotta, I gotta tell you, I don't know how the woman's body works as being a woman. You know how the man's body, I'll tell you, it's I'm not, asking it for, I'm asking the pull-out method, is it easy to do, or is it, like, you gotta be, like, very aware? Yeah, you got you gotta be on point. Like, after 26, I think, as a man's body gets a little older, you gotta, like... Like, what, what I'm asking, like, what's the feeling of it? <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you the no, feeling. No, I, I need to know, so if I ever get transferred to a dude's body, I need to know when to pull out. If you want to be okay, so you're so you, you become a man and you're in that situation in the vagina, right? You want to pull out if you don't have a little condom on there and you don't, I, yeah, I know. I'm saying, what does it feel like when you're about to? So I know when to pull out. Uh, you get like this little feeling going through like your chest to your penis, and it's like, aha, you know, you're like, you know, you know, what's going. A guy yeah, should I say, know, oh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know it was coming. I didn't know it was going. These guys are 100% hashtag fucking liars. Like you, a guy knows when he's about to. Okay. I, I just needed... I just Let needed... me ask you, does a woman know when she's about to? Yes. And how do you, like, know? Same well, wedding? It happens, or? it happens multiple times, so... And it just like it's it's like honestly, your body feels like it's like on fire. Like, yeah, what also this feels like electrical jolt. It's like you know. Yeah, I was about to say it feels like your body is like on fire, and then it starts tingling. If it's good, if it's shitty, then yeah, you're probably not going to feel much. <laughs> I love it. All right, so now Millie and now in Butch's body, body finds her best friends. And has to prove that she's Millie, which is a fun little scene there. Finally proves it by personal questions being answered. And Nyla and Josh, who are the friends, that's their names. They are, oh my God, go on my phones and research Ladala. And they discover that Millie must stab the butcher with that same dagger before midnight. Or their bodies are going to be permanent. So she's going to be permanently in Vince Vaughn. Yellow teeth, creepy body, and she's gonna. Why do you have to like be so? Why do you have to like say things so inappropriate? She's gonna be in Vince Vaughn. That's fucked, man. Well, fuck she's man. gonna be Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Smartass. No, the way he said it. Oh my god. 
<laughs> so dirty. Oh, uh, you are a perv. You're a little pervert. You should be a pervert for Halloween. You literally should be like the female pervert. No, I'm good. So like later that afternoon in, in the film, the school's official homecoming is finally canceled after these deaths. And the butcher suggests a dance by saying so many horse terms to the guys in Millie's body to be in the old mill where Millie originally woke up in where the butcher lives, which is fucking great. Where'd the crackhead go? I have no idea. The, the butcher then lures Millie's crush Booker. I'm like, dude, somebody watched a little two now, um, 21 Jump Street. And they're like, I had a crush on Richard Rico's name is Guy Booker. All right, all right. We don't need to go through every single detail. Leave some for some people that haven't seen it. <laughs> so, like, the whole situation is after, like, they're trying to get them. The friends and her, they finally kidnap him uh, and Millie's body. They then go and get the, try to get the dagger from the police station. What happens? The sister finds her, one of the friends trying to get it. And the other friend is watching Millie, meaning the butcher. And something happens, and the mom comes home, but she gets released. Boom. But the funny thing, uh, the thing I want to mention is not funny. The coolest thing is when they finally, when Millie and Butcher's body can finally prove to her crush, Booker. And later on, they kind of, he goes in the back of the car with her, and like, Vince Vaughn and this younger actor had the little kiss moment. That actor that got to kiss Vince Vaughn was probably on Cloud Nine and had a little bit of a boner. <laughs> uh, all right so, you would you would if you got to kiss vince vaughn you would have had a little bit of a boner i'd be like hey baby i you know i'll do the whole swingers thing let's go out to the bar man <laughs> no yes <clears throat> sure that's what you want to tell me both all right i do so the butcher eventually escapes josh's house and um that's when we get to kind of the, this is going to be the end of the review of this movie. Millie overpowers Char and locks her in a jail cell because Char thinks, you know, obviously that's the fucking butcher. It's not her, her sister in that body. And they all have to go after now said butcher and Millie's body running around and they only have this much time. So in the beginning, in the beginning scenes of this movie, when Millie was a shy little girl in, in high school, she and her crush but uh, on her crush there, he said, you know, he, she was late to class and he said, you know, word of advice or whatnot, always set your, your clock five minutes early. I mean, I've set my clock like 30 minutes early to always be on time. But yeah, and that helped her because as she thought she ran out of time. She did it. Her two friends hold down Butcher, Millie stabs Butcher and boom, back to your own body. How do we know you're Millie? And they know by an answer. So Millie finally got back into her own teenage body. Yay. But then Millie and Booker finally reunite and they kiss. But actually during that same sequence, the butcher is pronounced dead in an ambulance. Not so much. When Millie is home and she's just trying to go and walk around hearing some noises. Who appears behind her? Butcher! So Millie, her sister, and the mother, now all united, not all fucking divided, struggle to overpower the butcher. 
But our girl Millie finally kills him by fucking impaling him with the broken tape leg, uh, leg that they felt they fought and they were breaking shit all over the house. That was a great scene. The broken tape, uh, table leg, that was fucking boss. I like that. Uh, oh, when she was killing him or whatnot? <laughs> yeah, because like she was like, they all got knocked around. It's Bond and like go easy on these girls, man, these women, these actors. Like they had a great battle sequence. These women kicked the man's ass. I love that. Yeah, scene. but it was a, it was a, it was a typical, it was a typical scene. Yeah, and then she obviously says her comedic line at the end, which is like, "I'm that chick" or something like that. Yeah, she's got like she is hot. Yeah, she knows I, she's get hot. I get that, but I'm saying that like it's a typical scene, in my opinion. It is typical, but uh, I thought the movie really had a great um, building of character base with the uh, friendships, with the whole comedic stuff, but with some of the kills too as well. Like they really put a lot into it. I mean, again, this is the, this is this this movie is done by Bloomhouse Films. They have they have in the last few years invested. I'm not. In these I'm films. not. Not. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that last sequence I thought was just kind of like a little. It was funny but it was still at the same time kind of uneventful because it's a typical it was a typical last scene no absolutely it was that typical final last scene in a horror film 100 sometimes i'd like to see a horror movie where things just don't actually end up working out like that in the end found footage movies no <laughs> so uh, let me uh just talk about two p uh two Two people we represent that are supporters of our show, our collector family over at TG.company. Right now, TG Company is actually signing off all their collection of, I think, hundreds of pop figures. So vinyl pops are all going on sale for good prices starting on Monday. And check them out on Whatnot. It's And check them out by going to www.whatnot.com slash user slash TGE.collectibles. And you'll see all the sales going through for the next few weeks. I think they're doing something up to Halloween. The site also sells amazing uh, collectional horror and music items that we all should love from like Mezco and right now there's some eyeliners that are very supportive to the world of anti-bullying and they support us Evil Chris and myself. They actually really promote the show on their website now too so that's great. And I also want to talk about Blood Witch Unlimited, a company focusing on all things dark. Always check them out. Their Fear City t-shirt, which represents Welcome to Fear City. It's about going for visitors to the city of my good city of New York. It is uh, interesting. So definitely look at it. They have new designs constantly, so check that out. And shop them now at www.bloodwitchunlimited.com. And let them know that Zach and Evil Press from the Chop Shop sent you their way. Yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. Just do it. Other than other than that, what would you rate it? Um, I would rate this movie a eight point five. Sweet. I would say about a nine. Nice. All right. So again, a fun movie. And it's nice when we get to review fun horror films that we can mention cool scenes and cool characters we need more of that shit like a lot of the time like um i don't know did, did you um i know you didn't you're too busy 
Uh, a lot of it's, everybody's posting every single day on Instagram for the horror of the comedian. Dahmer on Netflix with Evan Peters. I finished Dahmer with Evan Peters. I can tell you, Evan Peters probably deserves a nice award for his acting. I can tell you the actor played his father, who's been in several amazing films, deserves an award for that acting. No, I'm, uh, almost, uh, I'm almost done with the series. Oh, okay. And I, I, I want to also say, since you and I were young, we've seen, like, really kids, right? We've seen a hundred different variations of a Dahmer horror film, like, straight to video, straight to DVD, straight to blah, you know? And this one actually was put in where you got the, the whole... You got like the point of view of the victims and the victims' families, and that was fucking brilliant. The problem is, is throughout the years, everyone was only given certain breadcrumbs of the understanding of what was actually going on in the whole dynamic. And the unfortunate part on especially the police department was he even kept telling his dad throughout the years that he knew something was not right. He kept telling his dad that that is something that they brought up when all of this was first happening before a newer generation to not know all of the ins and outs of what was going on. There was only breadcrumbs throughout the years. It was almost like he was never forgotten, but there were only certain things that people knew or didn't know. Like, there are some people that never knew about, like, when he first killed the guy at his parents' house, when he was left alone for months when his mom left. They didn't bring up different things of no matter what was happening, he couldn't control it. They kept making it seem like he was just, at some points he was being calculating, but at the same time, it was the urge of he couldn't control it because one of them was his boyfriend and everything was going well, but he still had the compulsion to kill him and in a way to be able to keep him with him at all times. Because even when he left to just like go to work or whatnot, like he still killed him. And all he was doing was just going and he was going to come back. So either way, it was a compulsion. And the thing is, is they never actually tried to dive that deep into that information. They just wanted to portray him as he's just a fucked up individual. And it must have been how he grew up. And the thing is, is he didn't he didn't grow up in like the healthiest environment, but he did not grow up in an environment where he was getting beaten or anything like that and he kept telling his parents that something was wrong with him and instead of actually back then because you couldn't really talk about that because then you were it was the family was too embarrassed about it so basically they were more content with letting him be labeled as weird or freak rather than say all right you know something's wrong with you we need to get a handle on this and they didn't do that no. And you know what I really loved about this series? Uh, uh, out of all the damn chapters of other movies they've shown about this, this serial killer, they actually show you this truth that we need to know. The Wisconsin police were so inept, were so incompetent, there were several times. The time when his neighbor calls them and says, this young boy, oh no, I have pictures with him. Uh, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. It was a combination of I don't, I'm not going to agree that they were incompetent. It was a combination of that 
time frame of when all that was happening, there was too much segregation. So it's not about them actually being incompetent. It's about them being ignorant. Ignorant and avoiding them. Ignorant. I know, and avoiding. but you're saying you were trying to say incompetent. That's a completely different scenario. They were ignorant. They weren't incompetent. They were ignorant. <laughs> they were choosing to let things slide because Dahmer was a good-looking white guy that presented himself well, and one of his vic- one of his victims that luckily got away when he was at his grandmother's house <laughs> reported it. And they took Dahmer's side over that guy's side, even though Dahmer had a record and this poor guy did not. And they just were like, oh, well, you know what it's like. And it's like, no, I don't. So it was not about incompetence. It was about segregation. So okay, yeah, I see. And and, 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 and and let me ask you, like, and see, that was a time when this Dahmer was already convicted for a sex offender in, in America now. If you get out again a year and you're a sex offender, you're not going to have a normal life, buddy. I don't care how you look. This was totally a different world in time. Yeah. So it mainly had to do with the police just turning a blind eye and being ignorant. It had nothing to do with incompetence. I mean, ignorance, correct. I also will say, in my opinion, uh, the Wisconsin Police Department did have a lot of incompetence as well at that time for how they handled a lot of the families and how they reported the crimes afterwards. They weren't okay. trained with like, sensitivity whatsoever. Well, that, I, that is going to be something to where like, it is a matter of opinion. It's not a wrong or right opinion, but it is yeah. a matter of opinion. All right. So um, have you uh, had a chance to see the Hellraiser Hulu trailer? The what? The new Hellraiser trailer on Hulu? No, I don't want to. It doesn't look as bad. It's especially more close to Clyde Barker's story as he is a producer on the film and he has the one that greenlit the film. I have hopes for it. I feel eventually after Halloween, with your busy schedule, we're definitely going to have to review it because I feel like it's uh, one of those movies where it's going to be talked about. I would say so. Of course it's going. Uh, So... Yeah, good or bad. Uh, we'll see. I'll see. Then you see. We might have two, two different opinions. We might both agree. Who knows in that one? Uh, with your whole busy schedule during like, October, and all the cool horror movies that actually get released in October, do you have to see them later on, or do you get a chance to go with your hubby or your friends to see one of these movies during your busy schedule, or do you wait mm-hmm. later on? Probably not. Probably not going to be able to see half of anything until later on. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really getting booked for us to like. From uh, I'm from like I'm known as a flyer now to do the horror supernatural chop shop. So, um, if you ever want to um, send me any kind of cool stuff that you're doing um, that I can do, I'm going to be vendoring every Saturday for the rest of the month until like November. So, uh, basically, anything you can uh, send me, I can promote on the table. Let them know. I'll, I already have your Instagram information on on the paper and everything. So. Yeah, I gotta order more business cards. Yeah, send me those when you get a chance, and any yeah, you know, send me some of the stuff for me to rock for you in the next few months. You know, I'm horrible. <laughs> so, um, Halloween wise, right now, do you see our Halloweens being more makeup effects wise? You think people are gonna jump to so many costumes at their local spirit Halloween in their WalMarts? No, <laughs> everyone's going to do the same thing they always do. 
slutty she uh slutty like uh slutty nurse and top gun guys that kind of shit i was about to say i think that no what we're gonna see for costumes this year is gonna be top top gun a hundred percent eddie munson we're gonna see a lot of those we're gonna see a lot of hocus pocus especially so any of those movies that are coming out or have come out that's what we're gonna see a lot of it's there that's gonna be or or i scream yeah say yeah. it's scream. I, it's gonna be a lot of like terrifier like the clown mask it's gonna be a lot of black phone with that mask it's gonna be all the douchebag college kids doing top gun it's gonna be a lot of the young girls who move to big cities doing the most popular movies um you know, especially next year, I can tell you Barbie is going to be the biggest costume with like Margot Robbie playing Barbie and Ryan Gosling playing Ken. Shit, you're going to see every university party. Everybody is like Barbie and Ken. I'm going to be a dead Barbie. <laughs> can I be a dead Ken? No. Why? You can, but <laughs> we're, we're not going to be a Barbie couple. We could be a Barbie brother and sister team. No. <laughs> All right. Fine. We should try to get you in. You never accept. I can't help it. I'm, in right. a, I'm an independent woman. I got you. All right. So um, anything you want to talk about um, horror-wise that's been interesting you lately or any gigs that are coming up that you're very proud to speak about on the podcast? Uh, I can't talk about what things are coming up. A couple, a couple short films are coming up in October, but I don't know if I can talk about them just yet. But I can get back to you on that one. But there are a couple short film projects coming up, and I believe next weekend is when things are going to start to become over the top all over the place they already have started but luckily i've still had a little bit of free time but not really because even with free time i'm also putting together my showcase so i am going to be doing a makeup showcase where i'm going to be having models and whatnot display my makeup work so i have one model where i'm going to be doing a slit throat on her she's walking the runway i'm going to be having her use my blood pump to make it so it all is squirting out Nice. When is this? End of October. October 26th. People can be able to buy raw tickets through my portal on my Facebook page. Yep. And I'm looking forward to making some money before then. So possibly I can get my ass out there and be a part of that with you. If you can't, then tickets to watch it virtually. So I definitely will watch it virtually if I can't get my ass out there, but. Yeah, yeah I have awesome. a couple that had to buy virtual tickets because they're not going to be around, but they still want to be able to check it out. So, but that's that's what's going on right now. With uh, that is been prepping the showcase and doing some makeup tests on some of my models and whatnot. So, good luck with all that. You know, congrats. It's going to be a great opportunity for you. Well, I already have done it before. They asked me back. So, no, I mean at this time. Who knows who will see you now? Your name keeps growing. Well, yeah, because the thing is, is the last time I got to do it, it was a week before lockdown. So it's not even just me and anybody who was able to showcase. We all kind of missed out on anything that people might have wanted to do because we literally got locked down. Not even like a week later, not even. 
Yeah. I um, think it was I think it was March 13th or 14th and I think the show was actually on the 7th that year. So we were all like, "Yay!" and then a week later it's like, "Nope, lockdown." <laughs> and forget about everything great you just saw. What? And forget about everything great you just did because it's over for a while. Yeah, pretty much. That's basically kind of how everybody was like, "What the fuck, yo?" So we talked about something last week, and I wanted—I actually thought about this, and I'm not going to do it without you. Um, whenever you are, t- you have the time, and you can come back onto the podcast, we can do this together. I think one week we should review the original Hocus Pocus together, and then the following week we will review Hocus Pocus two together. I wanted to do that, and you said no. No, I'm doing it with you. We're doing this. I know, but you said no when I suggested it. Not I long. never said no. I said no, no, no. I never said that. But we're doing that. So, like, Hocus Pocus 2 does come out, like, in the next few like weeks. So, uh, we'll basically, whatever you're set, I'll watch it. You'll watch it. And we'll do, I, have to, I definitely have to go back and rewatch Hocus Pocus again. Oh, okay. You probably know like every scene from that movie. Well, yeah, I watch it every year. I watch it at least like ten times a year. So it's like me and True Romance with Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette. That's my movie. Now that again, you bring that up every other time. Hey, it's my movie. Maybe I'll find my soulmate when someone listens. Like that's my favorite movie. Yeah, and then she'll get tired of talking about it every two seconds. <laughs> Thanks, supportive bestie. I'm like that with everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that's just you. I typically be like, all right, I get it. Got it. Get it. I, I, I totally would want to get into like a whole mini series about you in high school and put it on Netflix at this point. You really don't want that because I was never really in high school. I always skipped. Again, the adventure is what you did during that time of said high school. It was nothing exciting. All right. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, if you really want to reenact a lot of different things, the car crash, I don't know if I want to reenact that one, though. You survived it? You kicked ass? Oh, yeah, I flipped a truck. At the time, I flipped a truck and didn't have a license or anything, so. Mm. Whoopsies. All right, all right. <laughs> so we got to tell our listeners... Evil Pris, you will not be on next week's podcast with us. You know, we won't be doing this together because you're quite busy. But we will be updating everyone when we're back together on this very soon. Yes, definitely. And when we start the new, uh, when you're free, it's going to be our second season. It's going to be our redoing of our season. It's going to be second season two now. We're starting all episode one of second season. And when we come back, we'll definitely be doing Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus 2. Fuck yeah. Hell fucking yeah. And um, please tell the beautiful audience of horror-loving nutties how to find you, how to connect with you, and once again, how to go to your portal. You can be able to find me on Instagram under Evil Pris, or you can find me under Jackie Hunt on Facebook. When you go to my timeline on my Facebook, there are several posts that I've been posting about the Boston Raw Showcase. At the top of that post, that is the ticket link to my direct portal to support me. So instead of trying to go to the website, trying to navigate it because it's a pain in the butt, because I had to experience that, just 
on Facebook, click on the ticket portal link. You'll see the big announcement, Boston Raw at Club Mix 360. You could be able to also find me on my find my FX page, Blood Guts and everything that's on that as well. And you could be able to email me at electricsugarpop69 at gmail.com. But it's probably better to get a hold of me directly through my number, which is located on my Blood Guts and Everything Nuts page. So Very nice. Me. All right. So uh, right now you can always find me at uh, Zach, THS Chop Shop at gmail.com for any inquiries on vendoring. Also, any anti bullying events at schools, horror cons, events that you're doing, I will be available for. I do travel all over. So I'm fine with that. Also, please uh, go on to our Instagram, the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop. And Every week now, please pay attention. I'm going to post in our stories. I'm going to post on my posts and everything else on Mr. Eyeliner as well, where I'll be vendoring. I'll be vendoring, representing the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop with little stickers I think I can probably get together very soon for the events uh, so you can follow us. And also my eyeliner collection, which is all about anti-bullying. I will be there to answer questions. I'll also be talking to other people doing live videos throughout the day on Instagram, so stay tuned to that. And contact me anytime at Mr. Eyeliner on Instagram as well. Thank you for always supporting the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop. We are the real deal. Posts that we post are movies that maybe you haven't seen, movies that you missed, maybe you forgot. And the movies we talk about are things that we love to talk about. So thank you. There you go. All right, Miss Evil Press. I'm going to say my thing and you can lead us out because I'm going to miss you. Sounds good. All right, so me... Zach, Mr. Ayla, Zach, THS Shop Shop would like to say, have a great spooky week. And as the great George A. Romero was fond of saying, stay scared. See you at the movies. So get your asses to the movies. It's going to be spooky season. Pay money to see great fucking horror films, please. And I'm going to say, go ahead and have a safe rest of the week, everybody. And make sure to also check out Freaky as well as Dahmer. Really good watch. You probably might as well just get yourself comfortable because you might not stop watching it. And just remember to also just creep it real. Damn right. So this is a, a great talk, you will press. Good luck with everything this is the coming week. And I can't wait for our next podcast together. And we're going to be reviewing Hocus Pocus. Hell yeah. I'll update you on what's going on when I come back. And I will update everyone else as well. Well, you stay beautiful, creepy, and crazy, and submissive as always, okay? Will do. Bye-bye. Bye.